0: Yeah. thanks Zoom. Where would we ever be without you We would so, be dead <laughs> i i uh, i mean i mean
1: that's a i mean we'd have to be we'd be stuck with skype and chat chat roulette i'm never you know. going on chat roulette you've never been on chat roulette i'm never going back to chat roulette let me, let me, let me well, clarify yeah. that you're 27. You shouldn't. That's It's chat roulette. You're, 20, when, when, you're 27 and you're not a pervert. You should probably not be on chat yeah, roulette. Yeah, I'm going to just say this to everybody listening. If you're 17, you shouldn't be on chat
0: roulette. If you're seven, you shouldn't be on chat roulette. If you are a human being with a pulse, you should not be on chat roulette. But
1: if you're 20 years old, by no, all no, means. No, <laughs> fuck
0: no. There is no reason.
1: There is no reason in any hey, way, shape, or hey, form you be maybe, on chat roulette. Maybe you want to see a, a dick. You know what I mean? Go on chat roulette. You know, no one's stopping you. Maybe you woke up in the morning and you were like, hey, you know what I really need to see right now? Some dude whacking it. And that's anyway, how we that, became and the that's, world's number one anime and manga podcast. Shout out to Oda. And that's my time. Good night. <laughs> uh, yo, I had a, before we jump into One Piece, I had a crazy day of anime last night. I, I, Attack on Titan was nuts. Demon Slayer was nuts. That the internet we, went nuts over that we, yesterday. We need, to, we need to watch Demon Slayer so bad. We need to watch Demon Slayer. The internet I, I watched some cold shit last night, dude. I'm like. <laughs> the
0: internet Twitter read it like it was going crazy. I mean, like niggas put literally Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan, like a Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, and GOAT symbols were going off like crazy yesterday.
1: Bro, I don't even. I watch it's. I don't want to spoil anything, dude. I'm not because I feel like you would like it. That's the problem. <laughs> I might. I just right now. Attack on is, Titan. Hey, I I feel like you would enjoy Demon Slayer more than Attack on Titan. I like Attack on Titan more than Demon Slayer, but you personally, I think, would enjoy. It's Roroni Kenshin. That's 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 tough because Attack on Titan. <laughs> it's Roroni. Like, it's a more shoneny
0: Roroni Kenshin. Tag on Titan had me during season two. I'm not gonna lie, that was a that was a
1: high high point for that show. I don't know, it has me right <laughs> now, dude. You you want me to you want me to tell you what I saw? Okay, give us
0: the recap before we go before we go into this because there's this is a this and is then a big I wanna, chapter.
1: I want to get my uh, my theory on record. I was really proud. I was really proud of my fucking theory. Um, go for it.
0: I by the way, just before anything is said, I am going to deadpan the fuck out of my face when
1: you say your theory. Uh okay, I'm just gonna yeah, uh because my theory makes fucking sense.
0: Um, No spoilers
1: over here. All right. Anyway, well, uh, so I don't, I haven't read it. I don't know anything. And I watched the rumbling last night. Pretty Uh, cool, isn't it? It's fucking cool.
0: That is definitely, like, the high point. Where it's like, no. shit, well,
1: it's like, what's the first thing you want to Every, see
0: animated? Like, uh, it, I know exactly what I want to see animated, but I can't say that yet because. You want you wanted to see. Uh, you want to see the animated rumbling? should be, if it's done correctly, like, if it's the same dudes who, and I don't know the if walls are outsourced j- or not.
1: But if. It, I'm sorry. I was going to say the walls just came down. So, like, he basically uh grabbed Emir and was like, look, you can, you're not a slave. You're not a God. You're just a person. And like, I know you're angry. Like I'm angry. Let's destroy the world. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, also her story. You want to talk about bad backstories, like sad, rough backstories. Emir's is fucked. Uh Okay, so I'm curious because so, the manga kind of
0: splits it up. You kind of get the first, you get like Amir basically her backstory in like two parts. I don't know okay. if both were technically
1: animated. So, I, it's probably, I don't know. So this is, it's all, of, it was all in, about Amir last mm-hmm. episode or last night. And so it was very much like, oh, she was this little girl in this town and this town gets raided by these Dudes and like burned to the ground, and she's captured and turned into a slave. She gets, she escapes. I like the parallel between her story and the our uh, Ary- Emir. I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, or the more present tense, more present day Emir. I like, I like that. Uh, but she escapes, runs into the woods, finds the fucking titan worm okay cool or the 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 titan whatever whatever that mystical alien element is uh
0: yeah that's kind of one of the, the, the titan
1: centipede the, yeah manga readers just kind of have an issue
0: with the the look of that thing like they were not i i guess people wanted a more cooler looking like titan origin thing and i was i wasn't sure I what they fuck. expected
1: i just look look i was thinking about this too and i was like this is fucking wild and then i went oh people are probably really mad and then i went why it's a show about people that turn into giant fucking monsters and eat people like (laughs) i it's you, you gotta let it go um so she becomes a titan uh basically establishes the Eldian empire or helps establish the Eldian empire Uh, gets basically turned into a sex slave, not sex slave, but no. Yeah. Basically forced to have children with the King Uh, like the origin of the wall names. That's pretty fucking cool. Not going to lie. I did Uh, like that. They were named after the, the three daughters. Yeah. I thought that was really rad. Um, And then, like, she, this is where my theory, I, my theory is Emir is uh, an origin for both Titan and Ackerman, because she, for whatever reason, like, protects the king from being assassinated. Um, Plus, to my knowledge, all Ackermans are Eldian anyway, so... (laughs) Uh, they all have that Titan blood in them and 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 <laughs> one more thing none of Ackerman's aren't affected by the founding Titan. and I wonder why i, I that's just my theory i i I think Emir is Ackerman and like that's the origin of it anyway. She gets like she defends the king in very ackerman fashion, protects the king, dies, and then her kids eat her or force fed her like th- her ancestors are just force fed they, they ugh. <laughs> i was appalled i i i i can't i i'm
0: watching I mean, the transition i actually kind of thought it was. So from a story writing perspective, I thought it was kind of fire that like her kids, it wasn't necessarily the kids wanted to eat her, but like the dad made them. Cause he yeah, the he's force- like, he's like, damn your mom, you're, this bitch
1: is powerful. I ain't losing her. You motherfuckers yeah. gotta eat this bitch. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, eat your, eat your mom. So we keep this alive. And I'm like, uh, that establishes
0: the transition of power from every other Titan going forward. It's like, now yeah. it's not force fed anymore, but even, well, even the force part is like, because it became such a militaristic or if i'm saying that or militant society it was like once you're chosen to be the next colossal titan the next armor titan whatever you're chosen to be it's like yeah you won't eat this motherfucker i don't give a fuck if y'all played
1: fucking uh fucking catch in the park or not nigga like yeah i'm curious i hope there is kind of a part two to it because i was doing the math there's 11 episodes left There's so much. I was shocked
0: when you said that was the other thing. I was shocked when you said the rumbling was this episode or it started. And I was like, don't me wrong. The rumbling is the thing, though, that they should take all the liberty in the world as far as making it longer than it was in the manga. Because in the manga, it's not like that kind of thing is just not like you can only show that so many pages and make it look like still cool versus in the anime. It's like you could have them just fucking wreck shit for no reason. Yeah, It's the fucking rumbling, like, fuck it. And so I hope they do more with it or expand on it. And this isn't a spoiler thing. I just wish all fights, I think, should be longer and more explored in an anime versus the manga.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think Demon Slayer is doing a good job with that too, where they're just like, like the arc that it ends. I love Demon Slayer because they're just straight up like, this, this episode is going to be 45 minutes long. Eh, this one's going to be an hour. Like, the I opening, saw that they have different
0: timed episodes. I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, so the season finale for this season is going to be 45 minutes. And then the transition episode between the train and the entertainment district was an hour. And I was like, yes, this is incredible. Uh, this author or whoever produces this, I think... I'm pretty sure the author has a say in it doesn't give a fuck
0: <laughs>
1: like like they know uh they know what they know how to pace out their story and I think I really appreciate that either they found a producer that knows how the story should be paced or they have a say in how it's being paced I really appreciate that um yeah I uh <laughs> Aaron's the, Aaron's the bad guy, <laughs> but like also so, so or or is... or you can make the argument that the uh the attack Titan, which is the reincarnation of Emir's rage, throughout two thousand years, is the bad guy, which is also fucking cool. <laughs> so this is the part
0: where. Um, every so when I was this is the part where uh I got into that Twitter issue with people, uh, the Attack on Titan fan base, and I was like, because the really angsty kids think Aaron is like this deity of character because he had the no. balls to start the rumbling, and I'm like, you're all fucking stupid if yeah. this is what like you're cl- if this is what you're classifying as like this is the because then all I'm convinced is like. They think the kid who pulls the fucking fire alarm at the school is like He's some cool fucking fuck.
1: yeah. It's like yeah, the kid that lights the bathroom you? on fire. The, yeah, absolutely. You, I mean, you, we we went to Parkway when it got. And that shit was up. that yeah. shit was
0: funny. Like the first time, funny. Well, the first time I was like, well fuck, there's actually a fu-. I think I was like in um because it was the bathroom, not the first, first time was, one.
1: The first time it was scary. The next two times was hilarious. Cause they happen like back to back to back weeks. And it was like, y'all niggas didn't put nobody near the fucking bathrooms after school. Like who's I, going thought, in- I thought it was funny because I was like, oh, this shit's on fire. And it happened every single year around the same time. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's tradition. It <laughs> so someone's just lighting it up. Yeah. It's
0: it's like, so those are that's where I started to have like. The issues with and like I said, yeah. What I think is the thing I will give Aaron's credit to his character is I think he is a he is genuinely a four-year interpretation character. Like there's a lot of characters in any series. It's like 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 Luffy's not really a up-tier um impression character, even though he is kind of like a chaotic good character, which should yeah. be someone you're like, all right, maybe I agree, maybe I don't. Because the way we see the world through Luffy's eyes, it's like the majority of shitty things we've seen have been done by Marines. So Luffy and shittier pirates. So like Luffy in no way you can look at him and go like, oh, this is a bad guy. Aaron genuinely is written in a very unique way where I think people are, it's like, people that say, oh, he's the hero or, oh, he's the bad guy. I think both have a case to be made. I don't think starting the rumbling made Aaron this like otherworldly character.
1: I didn't, I don't I think so not, either. No, I, not, I not close. I didn't take it away as like oh he's like god tier and he's like awesome no like for me I think the thing that I appreciate about and it's why I don't mind the attack titans ability being what it is um I appreciate I appreciate that the message of this show is that violence and hatred and war it's all cyclical it's all um it's it's a circle
0: yeah
1: like um aaron's hatred or uh tra- you know transcending is one fueled by grisha but also fuels grisha to like start this whole story mm-hmm. um I just, or, you, you know, like Aaron's hatred fuels Kruger that f- fuels Grisha. You know, I, I think that's very like interesting. Um, and the idea that like the way the Titans shared memories, uh, they all seem to have memories of, no, Emir would have shared memories of the future as well because she had the attack Titan. Mm-hmm. So the idea that like, that rage isn't, maybe isn't necessarily just Aaron, but, like, it's a transcension of, like, 2,000 years of just absolute shit. I don't think he's, he's by no means a hero. I don't think. He's not um, even
0: an anti-hero. I don't think. I
1: wouldn't even call him an anti-hero at this point, because uh, everyone's kind of, like, like, the whole idea that, like, I'm going to use the rumbling to flatten the world, and. Make parody safe, or make the LDN safe, is fucking evil. <laughs> okay, so he does say that. All right, I didn't want to say that. I was like, I don't
0: know if no, that so said that's, in the uh, initial
1: rumble, yeah, like he's going to do it to everybody but them. The episode end, Yeah, the episode ends with him pulling all the LDNs into the coordinate and going, "Hey, my name's Aaron Yeager. I'm really tired of all this shit, and I'm going to kill everyone that isn't an LDN." Okay, cool. So that yeah. is all right.
0: Do they say like the? Do they say the number? Like this isn't like a, a huge thing, but it's it says after he says that in the manga, it directly it says like the percentage of the world that is
1: Eldians, the percentage of the world that's not. No, because I've had a theory that like the thing that Aaron will realize is that there are more Eldians than he thinks in the world. Like I know. I like. There's more LDNs. Obviously, there's obviously more in Marley, and there's more in, like, and there are ties throughout, like, the whole world. Is my guess. If like, if they're on Marley, why wouldn't they be where uh, Mikasa's clan is, or where the um, uh, where the black guy's clan is? You know, I. So my my theory is that like, yeah, Aaron's gonna try to like do this but he'll learn somewhere along the line that like, you know, where everyone's got a little bit of LDN in in them because it's been 2000 years. And that's it. We we weren't all just, we weren't all just like fucking our siblings. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) no, no, absolutely. It's a, the, the numbers is like,
0: like I said, they'll probably, if they got to that point, then I am presuming, um, the numbers literally what they're going to start the next episode with. And it's basically just, it's, uh, like Armin and Mika's having a conversation about like, well, how much of the world, like how much is that of the world realistically? Yeah. Um, Which the internet loves that number. I think the number is kind of arbitrary. It's like, it's like how much of one piece is water. It might matter. It might not. I don't, I don't personally think it matters because it's arbitrary towards the world. I just know there's a lot of
1: fucking water on that world.
0: And so, yeah,
1: well, it's like, um, I always get intrigued with how stories plot out like populations. I'm Mm -hmm. reading uh, this story called the expanse right now. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how there's like 30 billion it's in the future. It's sci-fi and it takes place. And uh, they talk about how, like one of the reasons why space travel became a thing is because the planet became too overpopulated. And so it was cheaper or people could make like a living Living on the moon or living on Mars or living in the asteroid field or on other planet moons. But Earth has 30 billion people on it. And so it's crazy crowded. Yeah. And then one day, like a meteor hits Earth, like four meteors hit Earth. As you do. Like, you know, every now and then. This isn't the premise of it, by the way. I'm just kind of speeding through. No, you're fine. But, um, yeah. So like these rocks get dropped on the planet and the way this, uh, what the I'm on book six and the way they start is they go, yeah, about 15 billion people died. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. <laughs> that's what twice the actual, well, how many people are on? Is this, are we 7 billion? Or like almost we're seven. 8 so Damn. whatever the planet population is now is still doubled in debt. And yet somehow half of the population was taken out. And the number's still growing. So, like, I always get fascinated with, like, what storytellers, like, say. Like like I said, population-wise, I always think it's interesting. Yeah. The
0: rumbling is also why, and uh, we'll see if this gets this episode marked with the flag. This is also why when I got an argument with the kids on Twitter about Aaron, as I'm like, y'all want to hyped up the school shooter, too.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I'm not, ha- I'm, <laughs> You know who I'm egging on now? Armin. <laughs> I, I've I I'm have also like, for months. Like, I'm look also like and blow Armin, shit up. Armin and Mikasa are like the last two that can like do things. I think in the next episode, Armin's waking Annie up because shit's gone too far. <laughs> like that's the other thing I like about this show too. It's the idea of like, hey we get it violence is bad but how far is too far to like get what's yours Mm -hmm. you know like was it too far for Aaron to like go to Marley and then like have Armin nuke the navy because he was upset with the fact that they nuked his way of life when he was a kid like is that is that too far is it too far to like or like just not even fuck up the Nate, just the Navy, but like to flatten the fucking army to like do all this. Is that too far? Is it too far to like, try to like create a, sorry. Is it too far to like go, um, Hey, like I'm going to team up with my brother and we're going to like have access to the rumbling and we're going to use it as a threat is that like too far like what's too far Mm -hmm. and i i like that line in the sand aaron has stepped like literally yeeted his whole body over the line in the sand and is like hey i'm gonna kill i'm gonna destroy the world like i i also i did like
0: um at the like so this? i i like the uh Revelation of when Aaron grabs Emir and says, "Like you're not this otherworldly thing. Like you are, like you're not special. Like we, there's a bunch of uh, like Aaron. Essentially, is like I just woke up one day and like, bitch, I was a titan, but I'm yeah. not like this
1: super. Really, if anyone's
0: like super special, technically Zeke is like the super special. But Zeke he's is,
1: like, well. Zeke is like he's the main like in any other anime, he's the main character. He's the main character because he's the culmination of everything." but like he's, yeah he, like the, the idea that like this you know aaron we've always talked about like aaron's not a main character correct you're right he's the antagonist
0: <laughs> it's it, he, i so i don't even know if i necessarily put antagonist I, I i have a i have a comp for aaron so i but i like the fact that they pulled like the amir card from because amir had the potential like up to that point it's like okay She could literally, she theoretically in this world could do whatever she wants. Like you could make her that character. You could make her the, like how you talk about Ichigo, like he's this and he's that. And it's like, she literally is like, she had the potential to be this, Not just whatever the fuck I want character. I am
1: not just the potential dude. Like she was the focal point. She was the, the, uh, the origin of the coordinate, you know, she is the coordinate. Correct. So, you know, the marriage is still crazy, but it's like yeah. to
0: pull the like she was still like she was a girl. Then she became a slave. Like she had a, a normal life before reaching this point. She just wasn't born like this otherworldly or deity type thing. Um, I think the best way to describe Aaron is um, get my knowledge reference in for the week is what Orochimaru, like what, like, what he talks about, not what he did. So Orochimaru's first statement is like when he's fighting the third is it's he's not he's like he's not for world domination, quote unquote. He like he wants to learn every Jutsu, but he says specifically, I just want to be the person that makes the world move. Like when he brings up the windmill, for example, he's like, yeah, I want I want to see it move. I don't like things being stagnant. That is Aaron Yeager, the character, whether you think he's good, bad indifferent The motherfucker makes the world move. Yeah and he is constantly doing that. And that is, to me, that has always been the way I have. Well, I, I, I don't care for Aaron that much, but that's my own opinion. But that has yeah, always dude. been like, my yeah. thing with Aaron is I like the fact that he is that world mover, whichever way you think is good or not. Um, he definitely like he embodies that role probably better than, I mean, you could argue, cause I think it's a very, I don't think it's been done well or even to like to this magnitude ever before. You could argue he's maybe the best character ever written like that.
1: Yeah. I I would, I would agree with that. Especially I, being a main character role. Well, it's also like you, I, I talk about all the, I've been talking about the last few weeks. I'm like, I can't wait to rewatch the show, but like I have rewatched the show a shit ton. Like I, mm-hmm. I know this show very well. Mm-hmm. Um, And like you've, track him through everything and you're like wow this is a really tragic hero story and you're like yeah. or it's your pretty standard villain story i mean and the idea that like we've been with him since day one he's complex just like people people are complex and like he isn't like um especially if your mom gets eaten in front of you at 15 years or at 10 years old
0: i think it was 10 yeah yeah it's like that'll 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 that will make it a little complex you can write that on your
1: resume what happened
0: to you well let me tell you about it
1: yeah i just think it's really interesting that like like you go back and i i was thinking about so i was watching i'm fucking with my algorithm because i was hyped after last night i'm sorry oh uh oh i know Uh which means i have to watch it sundays or i'm gonna get something spoiled for me um yeah but i uh It was looking... Because I was curious. It wasn't at the end of this week's. It was at the end of last week's. And I was curious about the interaction with Grisha giving the Titans to to Aaron, making Mm -hmm. him the founding Titan. And so I wanted to rewatch that just to, like, see. And he's, like, crying when he's doing it. And so I think the thing that... To compare... Attack on Titan to One Piece is that like where Oda is kind of they both are ambiguous with certain things. And so like you look at this and you're like, all right, well, he's crying. <laughs> like, what does that mean? You know? Um, and so I just think it's it's really interesting to th- like after watching uh how Aaron influenced uh, Grisha to like kill the Fritz family, um, and him going, "Hey, you don't want to see you don't want to see the me get the Titan." It like is like alludes the fact that like oh he was manipulating Grisha to like get eaten, because I always figured Grisha was uh running out of time, or he was using it as a means to like hide. The titans, but makes way more sense that he was terrified of this evil version of Aaron. Yeah, like yeah. I, I i don't know, I just think it's like again, there's 11 episodes left. I'm in it for like the ride at this point. I'm oh, not gonna, mean,
0: they got 11 episodes. Like I said, I will, I hope they just because some of the things can be cool. Cause... Yeah, there's still like even besides the rumbling, there's still like two more things that I'm like extremely excited to see animated. I was a little dis that uh, this is just a personal thing. I was a little disappointed they just started the English dub. The English dub for this season starts. Um, I f- I think it dropped yesterday. Episode one of this season just came out in English.
1: Well, that's like, about that sounds about like what they did with the first half. They gave it about a f- four to five week buffer. I just. In the era of dub, it just kind of annoys
0: me. And especially because Tag and Time, I really, really like the English dub one. It's one of those that, like, I've watched maybe three or four episodes in sub. And that was just because we were binging it so fast. When we got to those last couple episodes of season three, we were like, fuck this. We're not stopping now. Or I'm sorry, last couple episodes of um season four, part one. Apologies. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm not. We wanted to keep watching it, but it's like, I really, there's a lot of there's a, there's a handful of anime. I just, I don't watch subbed and it's not for the people out there. It's like, I've watched thousands of episodes subbed. So don't, don't come at me, but there's just a handful where I'm like, I've never watched Dragon Ball subbed. I've watched Naruto subbed, but I, I'm definitely more of an English dub person. So I just, I grew up on it. And the voice to me is the Naruto English voice just iconic to me.
1: Uh, Yeah, it is like, it's almost better. I it it is and it's like it's, I, it's if not on par it's better than yeah
0: and the sub girl she does a great fucking job like shout i i like sasuke's voice sub but the rest of it i'm like yeah uh,
1: um. it's, it's okay yeah i uh yeah attack on titan has like the best dub it's great and so it's one of the best dubs and to the point where like you you know some things just don't you can't just like translate to sub like that was the first time i realized that like you miss things when you're just doing things subbed. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. I don't want to be like, I don't like, I'm not going to get in the middle of that. Like whatever your preferences is, is whatever your preferences is. I I find that if I have a hard time remembering names, I should probably watch it subbed because they're going to say the name like 20 times in an episode. Uh, Yeah. I noticed that they do do that a lot more. I don't know why that translates funny. Well, I think it's because uh you read the name and so when you read something over and over and over and over it's building like those lines in your head versus like oh. someone's telling you something over and over and over okay, that's it doesn't um but like attack on titans like one of those shows where like details is it's all in the details and what people are saying and so when you have like a tra- like a, a, a tra- literal translation you know like when the, with a dub Like they got to get the story across still versus like in a sub where it's just like, this is what the person's saying. And maybe they're being sarcastic and that doesn't like, like what they're saying doesn't really translate (laughs) because it's Japanese. Uh,
0: Let's transitioning from. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. That's that's, that's my,
1: I'm going to give, if that's okay with you, I'm going to give my height. this is your show just as
0: much as it is mine, dog. Let talk your shit.
1: Hey,
0: go watch a uh, Demon Slayer. <laughs> um, we do got to start here though before we get into One Piece. So for we gotta make we gotta make the announcement because the announcements are important. So for anybody that doesn't know, which should literally be if you if you're listening and you know you were a um a, you have been spying on me for an uncomfortable amount of time or B, um, technically, if you were at the wedding. But so this is a One Piece podcast, right? And um, One Piece is fantastic. And it just One Piece generally, even more than like some of the other like great mangas and animes where like there is a bunch to talk about. Nothing gives you more stuff to talk about than One Piece. And that's why it's the focal point of the show. But technically this podcast um if you want to go with it's like true origin story uh you got to go back to uh we sports and the family guy version of where's my money naruto beating the shit out of sasuke in a Um, video that i've watched way too many motherfucking times that
1: we've watched way too many motherfucking times it has five million views and we probably attributed a few thousand of those (laughs) and andrew got a
0: th- andrew got a throw numb by lincoln park in that so if you really want to go to like the og of like how this shit started um that is a large part of how it got to this point today where we can articulate sentences um and be somewhat informational and entertaining as we talk about one piece another manga who the fuck is blowing up my phone anyway hey, right, you're famous manga. dude sorry fuck man. no um but throughout that whole process when we st- when that was going on we're what that's sixth grades? So we're like eleven years old. Yeah, something like that. Eleven years old. Well, now niggas is old, and by niggas I mean Matt specifically. Matt's yeah. ass is Matt's ass is pushing thirty. Matt's yeah. ass is getting great.
1: <laughs> in, a, in a bit. It's like, a lot of a lot of people have told me just wait till you're thirty. Uh, <laughs> just wait till you're thirty, Say so you start pushing thirty. Yeah, sure. I like. To, I, I'm gonna be real. I like twenty seven. <laughs> you like the number? I, I feel like I feel like people like sleep on twenty seven. Uh, they're like, oh, I'm in my late twenties. I'm like, no, 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 no. Twenty the best number to be. You think is yeah.
0: the best number in your late twenties?
1: Yeah, it's three cubed. I'm just saying, it fits perfect. It's it's a perfect number. Three cubed.
0: Okay. You can't, okay. You can't divide
1: anything by it. Like I mean, you can't divide it in half it evenly. But like three cubed, exponential. I'm just saying, like, that's a no, good. I feel,
0: I feel you. That's that's pretty. What I'm, I'm saying, lying. like three that's, cubed. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty good logic. It's fuck It's, I fuck pretty, with it's that.
1: Sa- it's a satisfying number. Twenty-eight. Yeah, Twenty-eight 20 is not three 20, cubed. <laughs> Twenty-eight <laughs> signifies to me that I've been out of high school for ten years. <laughs> that's a trip. That's 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 uh, fair. And honestly, I'm gonna drown myself in a bathtub later. So I, you know, I bring a toaster. No. <laughs> no
0: toaster. You want the slow way, not the fast way.
1: Yeah, I I might get cold feet and want to eat. So not the toaster. Hey man,
0: Matt Matt turned twenty eight over the weekend. So mm-hmm. shout shout out to him. Happy
1: birthday! Um, tell tell us tell us about your birthday. It's cool. Highly recommend renting out a movie theater. For like anything, maybe you want to like have a viewing party for uh, with you and your friends, or maybe you want to like have shenanigans with a bad movie, which mm-hmm. I would actually recommend doing because you can literally sit in there and just go, what the fuck? Like you just start screaming and being rowdy as fuck. We watched Dang. we watched Nightmare Alley, which How is a, it's great. Fantastic movie. Uh, noir. You can't go wrong with a noir. Actually, yeah, you can. I would say about 90% of noirs are bad, but this was not in that 90%. So, is noir, is noir a director or is that like a style of movie? <laughs> it's a style of movie. Okay. And this one was done no, by the, well, you know. You know the you know Hellboy movies? You know you heard I heard of Hel- Have you heard of Hellboy? Yeah. <laughs> so the guy that did those movies did this one. Okay. And so it's it's cool. It's a really good time uh anyway highly recommend it yeah man i just i just hang out hung out played some pokemon got some free food i got a lot of girl scout cookies for my birthday like a lot of girl scout cookies like a lot like a lot like Like my mom was to the point where my mom was like i didn't know what to get you so here are movie tickets (laughs) and a girl scout and girl scout cookies and i was like thank you
0: (laughs) Hey, that's kind of fire, though.
1: I yeah, need to go get some
0: girls. I'm gonna see my family to say, "Hey, uh, my little cousin's a girl scout."
1: As uh, a Girl Scout, so I'm gonna get some cookies from her tonight. Yeah, I'll hit her up. Yeah. I'm just saying, like I'm just feeling. Every time I see someone selling them, I'm just, "I'll buy it." Yeah, sure, I'll buy. It's what, like seven dollars a box, six dollars a box. I don't seven dollars a should... box. Do you think these things would be popular if I had to pull out ones? No, fuck that. Five dollars. Other if five dollars spent... a box. Yeah, unless you get the s'mores, and then that's six. Here's um, here's my here's my thing with Girl Scout cookies, fire. and we'll talk one piece eventually. We will because this is a fire chapter. This is a dope chapter. Girl Scout cookies, anything more than five dollars, not worth my time. It's there is no cookie that is that is that is good enough for me to pull out a five and a one. No, smos are fire. Yeah, those are five bucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Only five
1: dollar fire. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. If I if I have a because everyone has a five dollar bill on them, right? Thin mints mm-hmm. are fire. S'mores, well, thin mints are. Eh, but. People people are like s'mores are the shit, and I'm like, not if I got to spend six bucks on them. I'm mean, you. I got. I, I, I got to go five one. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> that's not. That's not it. And this is the clip. <laughs>
0: Local podcaster hates Girl Scout
1: Cookies. I'll tell tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Anyone that disagrees with me is a fucking communist. And I don't say that that fucking lightly. I say that with Russia lining up on the Ukrainian border as we speak. You're fucking communist. You should join them because you don't care about pulling out an extra dollar. It's 2022.
0: You're either a communist or a racist. No in
1: between. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I don't, don't even look, Whoopi Goldberg is anti-Semitic, and you're a fucking communist for liking s'mores. <laughs>
0: hey, that's funny as fuck. Um anyway, one piece. One piece. So I was, I won't lie here, right? So I read this chapter and I was hyped. I thought this was probably the most impressive I've thought of all or a kid in literally several hundred chapters. Um, because we've both kind of been on the fence of like. Yeah, they're fighting Big Mom, but we don't really have them beating Big Mom. Um, but like, they it felt like they were stalling for time, essentially.
1: Yeah, but like this, the last two chapters have been very much like. Are, are they? <laughs> they? They she's, have been. She's hurting right now. Oh, and uh, at the you, end of this chapter, she might. Uh, this might be. Well, it. she might be beaten,
0: which is part of my issue with this chapter. So. I don't the, the,
1: think the, she is. That's my thing. Okay. We we have a similar thing, right? Like it's set up kind of like Big Mom got beat. Mm-hmm. But like I've been watching Big Mom almost get beat at the end of a chapter for the last what year? <laughs> she kind of gets ragdolled for an emperor.
0: She just she never loses, but she takes her, she takes like her licks. That's fine.
1: She is that's fine. Like they straight up are like. Like basically, more than like going all the way back to like whole cake when she's like a fucking like she's a monster, dude. Like oh no, she's a thousand so like I I appreciate and it goes goes back to kind of like Demon Slayer. I appreciate when someone is supposed to be hard to fight mm. and is set up as like, hey, this is one of the powers of the world. Yeah, it's not fucking easy not a thousand percent. the fight they're doing in demon slayer that they just i think they wrapped i I don't know like they have a 40 they have 45 minutes to like prove me wrong but um (laughs) they wrapped it that fight felt hard Mm -hmm. and i felt the same way with like kid versus big mom or a kid-in-law versus big mom i'm like this fight feels hard and Mm -hmm. i get that people are like oh like You know, that seemed a little easy. No, I'm like, no, no. no. Law is literally like if you if you're actually reading the fucking chapter and looking at the fucking pictures, Law stabbed Big Mom, right? Mm -hmm. Sword goes all the way down through the thing, his reality bending sword. And before, like, while he's doing this, she's full hockey in her fist punching the fuck out of them <laughs> i want to see that animated i don't give a shit about anything else in one piece i'll watch big mom just slug law in the face while he's like trying to muster the energy to push her through the fucking island <laughs> so,
0: so everything that, you just that says- got me
1: that got me fucking
0: hyped dude <laughs> this was a great like i said this is a great moment for kid this is a great moment for law this was a like this was a fantastic chapter for them, especially yeah. because there was no Luffy. So there was not even like the contrast of it's like, oh, what's Luffy doing It's Kaido? Like you didn't care. You had a great fight going on. And I was hyped after reading the chapter the first time. But I always go back a second time because I'm slow and I'm mm-hmm. always want to make sure, like, did I actually catch that correctly? Yeah. And I think and I agree, the fight <laughs> should look hard. I think the fight has been hard. I think this has been very well earned. Then I thought about it a little bit more and I was like, Law couldn't stand up. Now there's about a month. I'm going to say this is like the max length of time. Let's say there's a full month since the Doflamingo fight in real time. or in One Piece time. Obviously Mm -hmm. we're like years away from it now in terms of the actual manga, but like in terms of the One Piece world, we're about a month out from the Doflamingo fight. Well, I couldn't stand up to Doflamingo. That was one of his issues. That's why this whole alliance started initially, is he knew 1v1, I wasn't, or even, say, even factored in his crew, I couldn't take out Doflamingo. Okay,
1: I see what you're saying.
0: I love this fight, but if this is you a month from not being able to take out and I think Big Mom is worth more than two Doflamingos. So even if you want to say, well, he's got kid with him right now, I think Big Mom is more than two Doflamingos, if I'm I, using my One Piece math. So,
1: yeah, I I agree. I think people are also attributing Luffy being able to fight one-on-one with Kaido.
0: It's a uh, little...
1: It's a little rush, but well, also Luffy like... Luffy backstory we training
0: that we haven't we, technically dived into yet. And Luffy can, never fights
1: anybody with more than he has to. And we can assume that kid-in-law also had some training a thousand percent we know we know that law is also a d correct so and we we can assume that that means something in the grand scheme of one piece we don't know what it means but we it probably means something yeah, um and we also know kid's not a bitch no. like kid kid came into the new world and with one arm, was able to like fuck with. No, no, no sorry. He decided to pick a fight with Shanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, sometimes, you, sometimes you win against Snapper, sometimes you don't. Just sometimes. Sometimes right you look.
1: Ones. Sometimes you look at like the four, and you go, "Oh, the guy with no power is probably the one I should fight." But you shit, rocked. and you get your shit rocked. Yeah. Um, no, I. I can't defend the time because I agree that the time is also is kind of a little weird. What I can defend, though, and I was talking with Jake a little earlier about this. Our our but our good old friend of the show, Jake. I'm trying to get him money for an
0: episode. Now that he's got TV? a new job, yeah, is he says he's more he's more open to it because his time will be a little
1: more consistent. I hope so because so, I think he. He he hit me up and he was like, "How does uh like the only defense I have is that laws power is weird." Why is that? The laws fruit is insane, and so we were talking. I was talking with Jake about it, and he was like, "What exactly is laws like ability, and how how does laws thing work?" And I went, "Oh, well." to my understanding is it rewrites reality. When he like base level, it rewrites reality where like you can create shockwaves in people like probably using their blood or whatever, you know, like, or uh, chop someone in half and they're alive still, or like rip their heart out and they're alive. Um, you know, flip souls around, do whatever you want in this space to alter reality and he's now doing it on his sword it's awakening so we're assuming it's like awakening is probably a power boost yeah like like, even even on a bad fruit it's probably a power boost and i i
0: so he's called a modification human uh, laws that is laws term is is a um. yeah he is a he is a free modification human which
1: basically means he can rewrite your reality <laughs> yeah he is a he is a very
0: experimental doctor
1: yeah so he's got this insanely powerful fruit that he just learned how to awaken because they established a few chapters ago that hey, I just learned how to do this mm-hmm. like i'm not I'm new to awakening, but we have to use it and this is what his fruit is awakened and I went in the world of one piece this like in any other situation this would feel like an ass pole like ass pulled overpowered for the sake of being overpowered mm-hmm. but he's fighting someone who controls souls
0: no they there's like the,
1: big big mom is not some schmuck you know what i mean <laughs> like 1, and her power is insane and luffy's fighting kaido, kaido who can't die who literally jumped off like his introduction is jumping off of sky island and get, getting up and going fuck i messed up <laughs> someone <laughs> because did all a- he had to do was hit the water <laughs>
0: So, yeah someone did a count uh luffy has been when they brought up like kaido stats and it was like uh, the amount of times he's been caught people are like wow that's crazy someone did it luffy's been caught 19 times kaido's been caught 18 luffy is actually worse at getting caught than kaido is yeah you hit a you hit a level where you're just kind of like eh, they, and fine. they exclude specifically um garp Kind of like Garp getting the run-up on him when he was asleep at the end of Water 7. That does not count as Luffy getting caught, even though Garp could have killed them all. But it's grant so, you know, let him go. Hey. They count Aokiji as uh, getting caught? No, 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 no. The getting caught is like, like, at the beginning of Wano, getting stuck in the prison is getting caught. Um, they getting do, caught and impaled down. Getting caught and impaled down. Uh, they do count getting caught uh, when he goes to... Uh, um, Buggy, the Women Island, Buggy's getting caught. Like he's been caught a lot, and it was just kind of like the funny parallel, and so it makes you think, like, damn, what was Kaido doing? Like,
1: oh, he got caught by crocodile too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. So, I see how this. He got caught by uh, on a little garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he has been, he gets caught a lot. Luffy is a. Uh... Oh, it's the dog. I was like, nigga, you got ghosts. Um, and I, I, yeah, I don't know if you're ever release a video version of this, but that's real funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. And so, and I was like, and and lost fruit is, I mean, Lob technically has like the bullshit fruit. Like yeah. it. That was something that I did appreciate too about this fight is, we've had such this importance on hockey that it almost made you feel like okay, what well, a fight in the new world you can't fight without hockey, which is true, but this is fight. True was this this chapter had like no hockey in it it was all devil fruit well there's there's some hockey in the background just because the only way to hit these people
1: oh or yeah do, no no, like, no, no. i damage totally get that but i i was looking at a comment and they were like wow it feels really good to have an like a chapter of like um, 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 power. um it's just all fruit yeah like we that don't was such need-
0: a big part of one piece
1: yeah It felt, yeah, the comment was like, it felt like a One Piece chapter again because they're just doing things with fruit power. And like even upstairs, technically, it's like, yeah, Luffy and Kaido are
0: hitting each other with like harder fists because of the hockey, but it's like, this is Luffy using his fruit. Like he's going fourth gear. I was going to say second, but second's useless here. Like he was going, he's going fourth gear. Yeah. uh, Kaido's turning into a dragon. Like these are
1: fruit-based fights. Second Um, gear is probably not that bad if you have the amount of hockey that Luffy has. If you're also not fighting Kaido. Second
0: gear is probably great against
1: 90% of the world. I mean, he's still... He's using second and third gear, too. Like, he's not just hiding behind fourth gear like he did... Like, he had to do in the Katakuri fight. Mm -hmm. Like, he... There's a lot of him going, like, oh, okay, I need the speed boost. Second gear. Okay. I need the size. Third gear. And so... Uh, the
0: fruits at this stage are, are super cool to see, um, it does, what was the other, what was the other um, I had another slight issue besides, like, the time frame feeling weird, um, is, and I love, and everybody knows that, anyone I'm on the record for, um, is I love it love the piss out of it, when Oda said like the next war is gonna make Marine Ford look like a joke, I'm like, dog, that's the wrong thing to say to someone like me because I'm going into that arc with the highest of expectations. I think I think Oda's going in with ex- high expectations too, though. You gotta you gotta do something crazy. And well, when I, when I think about Marine Ford and when I um when Big Mom was kind of having her speech, I love the fact that all these characters are so cognizant of the world. The fact that she like she's having the speech of like bitch I was an emperor before like you guys even started trying to be pirates like I've been at this for fucking you decades were born. yeah like there like there is no like you think you're t- you think you're hot shit now I've been in your position as like the hot shit rookie or on the crazy crew to being an emperor and I like I've been here so long like yeah you have like you don't get who the fuck I am um and I loved that perspective from her I also think Something that's going to be incredibly hard to top, and why I bring up Marine Fort is Whitebeard set an unfair precedent of what it takes to kill an emperor, because yeah. he took such a pounding. He was, he went into that fight injured. He was all three admirals, several vice admirals,
1: like well, he showed why happened. he was. Yeah, he showed why he was the strongest emperor. Absolutely, I, and so like that, and you've come back to what's happening here. And you're like, yeah, no, it should. It, it should feel it, like this. It should but, feel like this. But I don't know if it's enough. I think, I think we are trending
0: towards Big Mom losing. Yeah, I don't think she's done yet. But, like, I, that's the thing. It's like, especially, oh, my gosh. You want to talk about, like, the, oh, no, we have to talk. Because I'm all for healing powers in some regards. Um, sometimes they're bullshit. Um, but we just came off Drush Rosa with the little Tontada girl was like, boom, 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 boom. All right, all healed. And then we get big mom in this chapter who's like, fuck, my arm's broken. Well, what if I just turn my fucking bones into souls? And I'm like, ew.
1: Like, That's what I said. She's going to oh, walk
0: around with, like, fucking, like, talk. She, and I don't she know if used, this
1: will get drawn out. I, I think she would, how it was, was, like, she used the year of her life to, like, fix her bones.
0: Yeah, but basically. does that mean they have the face? Like, are they going to, like, no. inside her be like, no. yes, mom? Like... Because everybody else like, gets a face that she rips souls from or she puts in or puts souls into. She also got buff out of nowhere, which makes me think that that is I a think, leak towards um her whole body transformation of why she looked away when she was with the Rock Pirates versus why she looks that way now.
1: Yeah. I
0: think she has one more thing that she's going to pull out. Do you think That's, we're going to see old Big Mom? Like, do you think we're going to see I like think that we're gonna form see old...
1: of. I, I think Big Mom loses because i i'm at the stage right now where i'm like wow wouldn't it be really interesting if big mom and kaido died like they went the way of Whitebeard. like that would be really interesting but i think i think we're gonna get a moria level uh like uh moria absorbs all the shadows and gets crazy big oh okay you remember that i think we get one more thing like that where big mom's just like all right here's my all out move um i think it'd be really interesting if big mom doesn't so much like get taken out but expunges so much of her life that she just ends up you know decrepit and like withered and that's how big mom loses like she just runs out of life so i'm in
0: in this is gonna sound bass backwards but i think it'd be cool i don't think i would put money behind this bet saying this plays out is i'm actually kind of with the mindset i'm like i think she's going to Strip herself of all her souls, um, to go back to like I said that OG form because I think there is something to that form. I think there is a she probably gets a longer lifespan when she's in this like bigger, more monstrous form. Someone also has a someone has a theory, and I don't know if I really buy it. But like part of Big Mom's Congress hockey is she wanted to look terrifying, and when she looked like that, she had like the Hancock effect where it was, oh, I'm so beautiful. Everyone just gets amazed. Big Mom didn't want that. She wanted to be scary. So that's why she reformed herself in that matter. Yeah. But I think she is going to to kind of show the difference between, because I do think there's a lot of Moria, Big Mom parallels in terms of how their power works. Yeah. Moria is just a really shitty version of it. And so Moria trying to gain all those souls, getting big and that not working, I think Big Mom is going to do the opposite. And she is going to turn into that other person.
1: Yeah, but or like back. she she pushes pushes all the souls out into like Hera and Zeus and Napoleon. Is that Correct. What you're saying? Yeah, and
0: I think the um, it's not an endurance thing because, like I said, I think she lasts longer in that monstrous form, but she will be stronger in that other form. Because I'm just not there yet. Where I if so, I think we're gonna get a Pirate King saga. Uh, which is going to have to consist of like four different arcs like right now we're in the emperor saga which is has i if you want to count dress rosa you could kind of but obviously you've got zo wano um like these arcs that are part of the bigger four emperor saga
1: yeah I, I yeah i i see what you're saying okay and
0: so i think for but i think in this pirate king saga i think all of the big timers that are left kind of get like that one last push. Like, I don't think Luffy is going to be able to knock them all out or remove them all out of the way prior to that final saga. So I think big mom going back to this form, um, maybe as like a restriction of the fruit, like she knows whatever her next play is, which is beyond this fight. It's her last play as an emperor because she now realizes like her era is over correct yeah and that endurance that have made these emperors so legendary is because shanks is really the only one that you could argue doesn't have the endurance or the time um but like Whitebeard was on top forever or co on top with roger big mom and kaido have been here for so long like really those are the only emperors the world has ever known because they all came from rock and so yeah um Whatever her last play is is going to come in that form. I think Kaida was going to do something similar. Um, so like they lose at this the it'll the newspaper will read that they lost, but they will not die here.
1: Yeah, I um, kind of i the more you sorry, Dennis, didn't you take no you no, didn't yeah, the more I think about it, I think you're right. We've I've talked a lot about. How the island will come out of the sky, and I am—I think Big Mom knocks the thing out of the sky. You okay. I
0: wouldn't be. I think. Only, I think that is. That.
1: And so, what I think is going to happen is like, one. I think we're going to see how big Zoe is in the next couple chapters because Zoe's on the way. Um. If Zoe travels that amount of distance, that's terrifying. Oh, that's true. They're in, like, the middle of. Yeah, I was like, Zoe, Zoe would have to start hauling ass. Yeah, never mind then. But um, I I think that Big Mom, I agree. I think Big Mom is going to do a reverse Moria for an ultimate attack that blows Onigashima out of the sky. Yeah, I can see it. I, that's how I think that plays out and it'll be like her she's like you know fuck them kids yeah absolutely. she's like oh i know kaido will survive and that she'll just sh- blow it out of the sky and that's how onigashima gets taken out i want to be mad at that and then like it's gonna be like 17 chapters of them falling <laughs> that's i, I, I hope, might mind I hope that I hope I hope not. But like yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, laws power comes into play where it's like, oh, okay, I can save everybody that I give a shit about mm-hmm. because I can room. Um but yeah, that'll be the big I think I think Big Mom takes Onigashima out. That's my yeah running thing.
0: The um I bring up the newspaper because the newspaper is super important because you would for the first time you would a thousand percent throw the world into chaos because now the emperors are no longer unchallengeable. Like it'll be noted yeah. that law kid and Luffy from the worst generation beat Kaido, big mom. Um, I believe blackbeard has the credit for killing whitebeard. I think so too. Cause um, he stole his fruit. Yeah. And I, and I think the world, I think the cameras were off at that point and the Aokiji froze buggies um, That's a great scene, by the way, that's just a, everybody's looking like what the I think, fuck is that bonder's nail
1: i think the world saw blackbeard steal the
0: fruit correct i just don't think yeah. they saw the a couple events prior i think like the world like the camera if i remember correctly the camera turns back on to a dead white beard and then blackbeard going cape and everyone going what the fuck and, hey and guess
1: what and then he does the fucking thing yeah in
0: very in very like anime fashion too Uh, I'd love to know how long that took because everybody just was so okay with watching him like, ah, wonder what he's doing under there. You know, it's not like Sengoku can literally create shockwaves and you, I don't know, intervene. I'm Buddha. uh, Also learned apparently on the wiki uh, Kong is a former fleet admiral. Don't know if that means anything.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, he's POTUS. He's a, he, he runs.
0: He runs the world now, but like he used to be, he was, he he was was a fleet admiral Admiral. prior to Sengoku. So yeah, no. that's the one in uh, episode zero Congress who Garp tells kiss my ass. I don't want to be an admiral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is great. It's really
1: fucking funny. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I saw an interesting comment that uh, on this on this chapter, and it was like. It went a lot. It basically went. I they the the reader didn't think that there were going to be replacement emperors for Big Mom and Kaido. Uh, They just went, this is going to create a vacuum. And so, there's no world government, or I'm sorry, there's no warlords. The admirals are, the admirals, you know. Mm -hmm. But there's now, the warlords are disbanded and the emperors, like, they're, I don't want to say impervious uh, yeah imperviousness of the emperors will be gone
0: no it's it's going to and it'll create
1: it'll create this destabilizing thing because i think they mentioned in like an early like an earlier one piece chapter that was or one piece episode or whatever uh they were like the warlords the admirals and the emperors create stability no, and the and the admirals in the One Piece
0: world are probably like nothing nothing is stable right now. Like the warlords got disbanded. The admirals, yes, there's still technically three of them, but um even with the Kainu still being at the top, the image of like the image of Akainu, Kizuru, and Aokiji was kind of iconic. Because they were admirals for a decent amount of time, people had seen what they could do, and they were noted as like, it wasn't just the title of admiral, like, these guys are crazy fucking strong. Then they had the world draft. I also didn't know this when I went back and was reading some stuff. I thought Fujitora and Green Bull, or Rio, how the fuck you say his name, um, Were I thought they were drafted to be admirals. I didn't realize they were just drafted into the Marines and they just started doing Fujitora started throwing meteors. And they were like, we, we got one. I think, I think you're an admiral. <laughs> like we got one. Dude. So, um, but that Fujitora is not world known as Okiji. Okiji probably being a former admiral is still more known to the public uh, than Fujitora is. And mm-hmm. the same thing with Green Bull. Like they've never seen them do anything. So warlords are disbanded. The admirals are unknown. And the emperors are gonna two of the emperors are gonna lose a fight, and we're not even two years removed from Whitebeard dying.
1: Yeah. Like the world's like,
0: the stability the is gone.
1: Yeah, the Paramount War very much like set up everything. The death of Whitebeard is very much the trigger point of world the world destabilizing. The, the stability of the world is all shot to hell. Admirals are in a bad place.
0: Emperors are in a bad place. Even a Kainu's in a bad place. Like his only thing that's noteworthy as a fleet admiral is he lost out Kiji. and the worst generation is still running amok and fucking shit up it's like but i do i that's my reasoning also to like why i think kaido and big mom can lose without dying and why it matters is i don't think we'll see for that final war that oda predicts i don't think it's going to be a one v one war like it was the last time like we're mm-hmm. just the Whitebeard pirates versus the navy i think this is going to be like, we all have the imagery of Luffy and his fleet, like, pulling up like Whitebeard did and Luffy looking cool as shit. I also think Kaido is going to be there. I think Big Mom can be there. Um, Shanks is really a wild card. They could take his character 10 different directions. Um, <clears throat> he just, there's, I hate Shanks at this point. I really just, like, it, it is just for such an important character and to not fucking know anything. Um it's just aggra- it's, it's aggravating it's like i don't care so much about dragon because we're not really that involved in the revolutionary story i understand they're important but like shanks is directly related to
1: luffy like he has been here since episode one and but i think that mysteriousness with shanks though is important for I, luffy because I, if we knew a bunch of if we knew a shit ton about it or about him it wouldn't mean as much knowing that luffy has to give the hat back or has a promise to give the hat back like i feel like that's that's why i'm okay with it it's because shanks is the goal and shanks has always shanks has been a a stepping stone on the way to pirate king and so i i've always been fine with not knowing things about him because like the story doesn't involve him it it does more that final fight will now it does now yeah, uh, like, but we're in the middle of something. So I'm not really looking to cut to Shanks once Wano's done. And I have, you know, 12 more years of one piece uh, for this final arc.
0: Mm-hmm. Or whatever, I, think it's, I think it's very important that Shanks shows up at the end of Wano. Um, I was thinking about this too the other day is we know that there is Marines either they're around Zoe and presumably also uh, around Wano. And we obviously have cipher pulls there. So I think it makes a lot of sense for Shanks to be once again, the way the war ended, Shanks pulled up and said, I, y'all, y'all don't want to fight me right now. Like you're not even at full strength. I could probably beat you if you were at full strength, like fuck out my face. We're leaving. And so him being that detractor, um, once this fight is done, um, cause Kaido and big mom are also very clearly aware of Shanks. Like we, at some point in time, we still do need, like, that the day Kaido and Shanks met. Um, that's kind of important. But that would be a great time for Shanks and Luffy to have their first, like, fully-fledged pirate conversation. Mm-hmm. Especially the way Luffy's trajectory is going. It's like, I forget if that's noted. That I don't think Luffy got the Shanks attachment at the war. I think only Buggy did luffy just got ace and dragon but i don't think they put him and shanks were cool with each other at the war
1: no because nobody knows about that except garp yeah and it's just i don't think garp's gonna broadcast that because it doesn't really
0: matter buggy got the attachment that buggy was cool with shanks and sailed with shanks on roger's crew and that's why buggy got to go be a warlord um i also would love that too by the way at some point i just want to see a bunch of dead marines and Mihawk taking a nap
1: um (laughs) Yeah, the... can we cut back to that? <laughs> I still think Mihawk joins uh Shanks. It'd be interesting.
0: It's I it's tough because Mihawk could Mihawk could live like Rayleigh's life, where if he is that like low-key for the most part, the government just kind of goes, all right, we'll deal with you later. Because A, you like you take a lot of planning to take out. And if you just chill on this island and you're not really dealing with anybody, like we can kind of just look the other way. Um, or yeah, him joining another crew. But him joining a crew just seems I think I would enjoy it. I just don't know if that goes with this character because he doesn't mm-hmm. want to be involved with much. Like he goes out when he wants to. Um, he sinks ships when he feels like it. Like homie was in the middle of a war and just casually just stood there for over 80% of it and was like, yeah, I, I may or may not want to fight right now. <laughs> so his character is just so aloof. It's like, what do we do with it? But um, I would love a actual like Luffy Shanks conversation after all these years. I think there's a lot right now that Shanks, um, because Shanks has a sens- Shanks is really the character that has all the answers as fans. We'd love to get started on like mm-hmm. shanks knows why the hat's important shanks talks to the Gorosei. shanks knows what roger knew and while luffy has always rejected getting information from other people in terms of oh what one piece is about and oh what's the grand line of the new world like he wants to go experience it himself shanks is the one guy who he will have a, he like he'll talk to yeah so i think shanks is right now was kind of the perfect time for shanks to be there um Cause then I think the next arc I really want to get into um, and whether it's a part of the pirate King saga or not is I really want to go to Vega punk. I just, I think it's time to go to Vega punk. I think it's time really to go like a Marine focused arc because we know almost nothing about the Marines. Like who's our most fleshed out Marine.
1: uh,
0: Kobe. And what do we know about Kobe? He he met Luffy, then he wanted to learn he wanted to be an admiral. He learned the six powers. Now he's a vice admiral or a rear admiral. I thought he's a Commodore. Is he a Commodore? He's,
1: he's some shit. Like he, he's like,
0: we don't even know much about Kobe. Like in Kobe's world know, since episode we, one.
1: But we know that Kobe is working with uh X-Drake sword. Yeah, X-Drake, yeah. Yeah, it, it's and he like he he's, worked he, under so he's work he's working in like uh this special organization, secret organization in the Navy. Everything's a secret organization. Like I I would love
0: a like a marine heavy arc. And you can get that kind of side by side with like a Shanks and Luffy reunion because Shanks has info that you can kind of cut to in their conversation while at the same time figuring out what the fuck is Navy gonna do. Like I yeah. brought up a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, I, I don't know, I don't even know Kizru's character. I think his character just got assumed because of the voice actor that he's just like, because there's nothing technically saying like like everyone has like you see theories about him. It's like, oh, well, he's just like the lazy admiral. It's like, how do we know he's lazy? Like know homie, anything about him? Yeah. Homie was the second admiral to, during the war. He was the second one to get up. And his idea was, fuck it. I'm gonna go right after Whitebeard. Like that doesn't that those actions don't speak to being lazy. If you're willing to go it just, it charge. Just means-
1: he's a bit direct
0: yeah and it like uh i brought up it's like that when he's reading the fucking newspaper and he's like oh big mama kairo in the same area fuck yeah let's roll out so he clearly has a i believe to be a unique personality but i'd like to actually know
1: more oh, i than figure, just i like Gar-long. the I, I really hope it's kind of like goku where he's like oh man i i want to i want to just fight powerful people <laughs> And so he's like, he knows he's fucking strong. And so he's but he's no he's he's like he doesn't have the ambition to be like the strongest, but he knows he's strong and he just likes sparring with like strong people.
0: Yeah, like when he, that, he got to
1: when he got to fight Rayleigh, he's probably ecstatic. Yeah. And it's like the the
0: only thing I'll say is like if the lazy tag or non like super inspired tag is gonna be thrown on him is in contrast to a kainu, he doesn't have a
1: kainu's will to be ambition. Yeah. You but... know, I like the idea that he has that he just likes fighting. He like he has like the drive to just like his drive is just like, I just like fighting. And that's why he went to go deal with the supernovas on Sabote. Cause he yeah. was like, Oh man, there's so many of them. Okay, I'm gonna go deal with that. I gets- wanna go. And then he like curb stomps all of them, and he's like, I <laughs> yeah no he he definitely
0: i i would be down with the fighting theory especially too because it is very goku-esque in the sense of like when he realizes okay i am i am above this fight like i'll finish the fight because that's just what i do and it's that is my job but um yeah i'm just not willing to give in to like his character is literally moshi yeah. And like that that just defined him for the next like rest of One Piece. I'm like, what the fuck? Like he just his, his voice actor just his voice actor had fun with the role. Like props to him. But mm-hmm. um I had um what was it? Oh did I sent the text um about final fights. And I thought I was pretty clever with this one. So Sanji's final fight is not against Kizro. It is not against whoever you want to line them up with. Um, No, it's a Blackberry pirate. I'm sorry. It is a homegirl who I always forget her name, but it's the ugly girl on Blackberry crew. So I love this, by the way. This is is how you put the pervert's character in like a full circle. So Sanji fights homegirl. Sanji doesn't fight girls. Unless Homegirl used to be homeboy the same way, and I and I believe not only would used to be homeboy, used to be cool with Eva. And he was a part of his uh, not, not Nakama land. Not, uh, how do you say that? I'm gonna fuck that up. Yeah, not, not Nakama land. Yeah, Nakama land. Nakama land. Or but something. then got tired of that shit, so dipped out. Betrayed Eva, boom boom. They 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 could have a cool backstory to put together, which means Sanji can kick the shit out of her because he used to have a dick, and so he does not break his "I won't hit a woman" rule. Plus, it ties in with the fact of his backstory because he was kind of sent to like the weirdest place in terms of during the time skip. Like it was funny because it's like, oh, Sanji can't be around women for two years, Um, and so but presumably he built up a, some kind of relationship with Eva um, and has at least enough respect that finding out homegirl betrayed Eva. Sanji's final fight, whatever the fuck her name is. Can't remember for the life of me, but <laughs> I would, if that, that is, that is uh next level third eye future singing final fight for Sanji. And he can kick Keeser in the face too, if he wants to, I'm not, I'm not his father. Um, Anything else to wrap up this chapter before we head out?
1: Nah, man, no break next week. So that is time. that is amazing. That part is great. The fact no break, like, that nah, is this, cool. we're coming up on three in a row here. Let's go. We haven't had that in a while. No, he's, he's had a this slow year. start to the year, dog.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, this is this is what will we get? Thirty six last year. So we're going um, thirty six,
1: baby. You gonna say thirty six again?
0: Thirty three.
1: Thirty-three. I can't keep track of it this anymore. So it's
0: thirty-three. Alexa, remind me on January first, twenty twenty-three. Alexa didn't remind you last year.
1: Alexa didn't remind you last year. Set reminders in the past. She said the past. What year are we in? Holy shit! I think we got to end it
0: there. (laughs) Hey. With that being said, shout out to shout out to everyone listening. As always, at I talk about ninety eighty at Shadow Riley. Um, so on Hot tw- Hard Found Network on Twitter and Instagram, um, new episode of The seat this week. I know it was the
1: birthday week, so I don't uh, know if you guys recorded. Maybe we we, we got to record something tomorrow if we're gonna okay. do it. But gang, gang, yeah. you wanna give a little yeah. preview, little sneak peek, snippet? It'd be a Nightmare Alley if we do oh. one. It'll be Nightmare Alley. So, is that a new movie for like us idiots that don't watch movies? No, so this movie came out in December, but it didn't get like well received because it's noir noirs noirs tend to get kind of like shit on for being slow but no uh we'll do that we'll do nightmare Alley if we do anything we'll do that one and we got ozark oh we gotta finish ozark and then do an ozark one there's a lot coming there's a lot in the pipe things are finally starting to come out there you (laughs) go yeah god bless
0: god bless Hey, appreciate everybody and we will catch you guys next week. We out. He's, he's out dudes.